stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I wanted to get to this. I thought this was uh, kind of a weird story from last week. In fact, it wasn't too long ago we were talking about the Flat Earthers. They had a big, big conference uh, coming up this summer here in Alberta. And it's just it's surprising that there are so many of them out there, but that this is still a belief that persists in 2018. And I think so what's, you know, the story last week about this guy and his rocket, I mean, it seems kind of funny on the surface. But this is obviously someone who has some degree of intelligence, who was able to build his own rocket in his garage, all for the express purpose of proving that the Earth is flat. So he didn't get high enough to, to do that just yet. I think that's the next step. But the fact that he built a rocket in his garage, launched it, returned to Earth safely is pretty impressive. Uh, Mac Lamaru at Vice News actually had a chance to speak with this guy last week. Wrote an interesting piece about all of this. Uh, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Mac, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me back. Why does it seem, by the way, that we're hearing a lot about flat earthers these days? I mean, these, you know, the, the idea has been around for centuries, literally, but it seems like they're in the news a lot. Well, I think it probably has to come back with the prolification of conspiracies kind of within popular culture when you're thinking Alex Jones and everything. But then you go back to kind of the more wholesome conspiracies kind of apart from the Pizzagate and the more like damaging ones yeah. where you have flat earth or you have the the hollow earthers and it's just it's almost cute in comparison to kind of these dark ones we speak about all the time so when you have a 61 year old limo driver building a rocket in his garage and launching himself 2,000 feet in the air it's just got to be a story you talk about yeah it's such a wild story I mean you take out the flat earth component right. and still I mean here's this guy who wants to build his own rocket and and actually manage to so what, what do we need to know about this guy so man Mike Hughes, I spoke to him for quite a while last week, and he is he is an interesting man, to say the least. So he's worked in NASCAR. He was a former crew chief. He actually wrote a book on it. He's done all this stuff all over his life, and he's actually self-taught rocket scientist. Or, yeah, a self-taught rocket scientist, I guess you could call him. And he built this garage in his – he built this rocket within his garage over about 10 years and he figured out all the math in order to launch it. He launched it off a homemade trailer. And then uh, last week in the Mojave Desert, he launched himself, uh, I think, 1,875 feet. He reached about 350 miles per hour until a parachute came down. Parachute came out, and he floated back to Earth, and he had a pretty hard landing. Tore his back up a little bit, but he said he's fine. He just kind of wants to uh, spend time with his four cats now. So... Uh, what was he trying to prove here exactly, beyond the fact that he could build his own rocket, which I guess he did? So essentially, a lot of people kind of misconstrued what he wanted to do. Yes, he is a flat earther, and he does want to prove that the earth is flat. But this, he just kind of was proving that he's the best stuntman in the world, and he's trying to make he's trying to make a name for himself so he can raise money for his next stunt, which he told me is going to prove the earth is flat because he wants to go to space. And he told me, quote, unquote, he wants to make these idiot, these idiot billionaires look like morons, referring to Elon Musk and everybody else that's trying to go to space in the first private trip. So essentially, this trip wasn't to prove the Earth is flat, but it's to fundraise for another trip to prove the Earth is flat. So roundabout way, he wants to prove that, you know, we don't live on a globe. 
Well, and that's the other weird thing about this story is that it, it doesn't sound like the guy's a complete moron. Obviously, um, he's quite intelligent. In fact, he was able to, to do all of this himself, build this rocket in his garage. So how is it that he came to be so so enthusiastic about the idea that the, the Earth is flat? Well, he kind of told me an interesting story. I put that directly to him. And he said he was an atheist for about seven years, and he was kind of conspiratorial. He had a kind of conspiratorial mindset. He believed that everybody was lying to him, corporations around the world. He still obviously has a little bit of that mindset. But then he said he started to become religious, and he saw that, that there were flat earth references within the Bible. And he kind of told me that it gave his life a little bit more meaning. But he's a little bit off the map in terms of other things. He doesn't believe gravity exists. That's all electromagnetism. He doesn't know what's in the earth. He might be hollow. So he just believes, as he said to me, quote unquote, all of that is bullcrap. And all he wants to do is figure it out. And he describes himself as just a man looking for truth. <laughs> I did ask him if he goes up in the space and he sees it's a globe, uh, if he'd tell us or if he'd be angry. And he said he doesn't have an agenda. If he comes down from space and he sees it's a globe, he would tell all of us. But uh, I think deep down he'd be a little disappointed. Well, I suppose he would, but that, that's good to know. And, I mean, it gets back to the point you were making about, you know, that these, these kinds of beliefs maybe aren't, aren't all that harmful. Should we be worried about a guy like, like Mike? I mean, I guess he's maybe putting himself at risk, perhaps, but otherwise he seems rather harmless. Yeah, I would say he definitely seems rather harmless. One of the interesting things about him that kind of separates him from like the InfoWars types and the types that I've been on talking about is he's not really pushing his agenda. It's just kind of a personal journey for him that we're all along because he's launching himself into the sky. But he's not really pushing anything like Pizzagate, which in the end had a man go to a Washington, D.C. pizza shop and fire a rocket into it. He's just kind of investigating yeah, maybe the Earth is flat as a disk, as he describes. But in the end, he's relatively harmless compared to the other people. But you do wonder, I mean, you know, to, to believe that the Earth is flat, you, you have to believe that uh, everybody is, is in on this. Uh, all mm -hmm. kinds of government agencies uh, right around the world and uh, companies that are launching satellites, they're all part. Like, I mean, it's, it's a, it would be a massive, massive conspiracy, though, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be huge. One of the main things that they all talk about, and I've done several stories on Flat Earthers, including one not too recently, um, or including one recently in which a lot of Flat Earthers were really, really angry with Elon Musk for launching the Tesla into space. So they believe that NASA and everybody, they're doctoring these photos of these round Earths. But the one thing that you're never able to really get from them when you're talking to them, and I've spoken to quite a few, is why they're doing this. They don't really have an explanation of why the entire world is lying to them about the Earth being flat, because at the end of the day, it would be kind of just, you're not really benefiting from it. Yeah, it's quite strange. Well, people are going to read more uh, about all of this again, vice.com. Mac, thanks for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Thanks so much for having me on to talk about flat Earth. Always a pleasure. There you go, Mac Lamaru, uh, vicenewsvice.com. Uh, so still to come after 2.30, we're going to hear from Nathan Whitling, uh, the Criminal Trial Lawyers Association, talk about the changes coming a week from today uh, to Alberta's impaired driving rules. Uh, a lot going on today for uh, what's typically a slow day. Big announcement uh, out of the NHL, the Sedin brothers, or the Sedin sisters, as some are saying on the text lines already. That's the one thing, uh, you know, Oilers fans and Flame fans can agree on, the Canucks suck. Look, I mean, these guys were a class act, 17 years in the NHL, all with one team. They're going to retire together. And it's funny because they, they never won a cup. Uh, Henrik did win the Art Watts Trophy one year. 
and the Hearts. But I think both of them are probably a, a lock for the Hall of Fame. It gets pretty subjective because it comes down to, you know, how many cups did you win? How many cha- you know, individual awards did you win? I think these guys probably belong. So congratulations to them. Also, by the way, congratulations to the accountant goalie. This was such an awesome story. This guy in Chicago, who's, and apparently all teams have him. You know, you get to go to a game, hang out in the press box, get a free meal, watch the game for free. You don't really expect you're going to be thrown into action. Because what would have to happen is the starting goalie would have to go down, then the backup goalie would have to go down, uh, and then you get that tap on the shoulder. Well, Scott Foster, 36 years old, he's an accountant, he's there, he's kind of a rotating cast of characters for the Blackhawks. A few local kind of rec hockey guys they lean on as emergency backups. So this guy gets thrown in uh, into the, the NHL, makes his debut uh, against Winnipeg. I think he made seven shots, if I'm not mistaken, in, in the third period on a Thursday night. The Hawks won the game 6-2. I mean, you think most of us going in facing seven shots from NHLers, well, there's seven goals and the Hawks lose. He saved all the shots he faced. The Hawks won. And just the way the fans were chanting, the way the team mobbed him right at the end, it was just awesome. Such an awesome story. I saw it today as well. I mean, this got a lot of attention. Uh, you know the website The Chive, the popular website The Chive? They're selling a T-shirt, the picture of this guy. It says The Accountant. It's a pretty cool-looking shirt, and all the proceeds go to Mercy Home in, in Chicago. But what's interesting, too, the Tribune had a story about this guy today. Uh, he's gone to ground. He's nowhere to be seen. He's not doing interviews. He's not out there in the public eye at all. He had his moment of fame, just wants to go back, I guess, to being a, a low-key accountant who plays a bit of hockey in his spare time, so good for him. All right, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.